Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Sometimes the problem in our business is a lot bigger than we think. We get super stuck in the weeds. We're trying to solve a whole bunch of level one problems and they're keeping us stuck. When really, if we zoomed out, we might be able to solve one big problem that unlocks business growth. Hey, if you don't know me, I'm Spencer Powell. I'm the CEO over at Builder Funnel. Our marketing agency helps remodeling companies build sustainable, repeatable marketing systems that have generated well over $150 million in sales of remodeling projects and custom home projects. This podcast, Builder Funnel Radio, is where we share what's worked for us in hopes that it helps you grow your business as well. And we always do appreciate if you hit subscribe or share the episode with a peer, a colleague, a friend, somebody that might get some value out of it as well. Today, I want to talk about this concept of of zooming out. And it's, I guess it's not so much of a concept as just something that we need to remind ourselves of oftentimes. And I uh, recently was on a call with a remodeling company on the West Coast. And when they came to us, they were doing about 20000 a month in revenue, so about a quarter million a year. And it was primarily made up of smaller projects. So I think their average ticket was about 10 grand. And most of it, as we dug into it, most of that work was coming from just one property management company that they had a lot of uh, a lot of units under management and they needed uh, a lot of repairs. And then they would occasionally need, you know, like uh, apartment, full apartment, turns or unit turns where you come in and kind of, you know, pull everything out, refinish, that sort of thing. And so they would get some projects up into the $20,000 range, but a lot of them were were smaller and a lot of, you know, redoing cabinets, countertops, flooring, stuff like that. And as we were talking through through goals and kind of strategy cuz he he had some ambitions to get to the million dollar mark and so going from, you know, 20 grand a month to more like 85 90 grand a month somewhere in that ballpark and as we were talking about it you know i i started asking him a couple of questions and and some of them were just around you know well how do you generate leads now and you know what's working for you from a marketing perspective some of those those questions were really revealing cuz it was like well we don't i mean we don't really have a lot of lead flow we mostly get all of our work from this one company and so then my question just became, well, could you just go find one more company like this? And then you would, you know, effectively double, you know, this year. And then you could go find a couple more companies and and you'd be at your your target. And as we talked through it, it was like, well, I don't know if there's that many companies like this that would send us that work. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's how they're all set up. They all have their in-house, you know, in-house people that do repairs and, and this kind of work. And so it's like, okay, so that that may or may not work. But the other thing that came up as we started talking about that, just the amount of overwhelm that you could see on on his face as we were talking through, thinking about forexing the number of ten thousand dollar jobs 
you know, to, to get to the goal and, you know, how, how much that sounded like just overwhelm of number of projects, you know, all of these things at different stages. And and I think he was a little bit stretched, you know, just right now. And so that felt like a really big task. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second and let you know that I've been getting some great feedback on my book lately, The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. You can check it out over on Amazon if you want the complete marketing framework that we use with our clients. All right, back to the show. Now, as we were talking through it, one of the pros of of what he had going on was this was basically recurring remodeling work, which doesn't really happen that often, right? You you might do a big project for somebody for a hundred grand. Maybe they come back in a few years and do another big project. You know, we all know those clients that will come back two times or three times with a few big projects, but that isn't the norm. Most people do one big project and they're kind of done. And then a good chunk, you know, some percentage will come back and do a second with you, but it's usually multiple years later. And so when you think about recurring revenue, revenue that you you sold at once and then you don't have to really sell it the next time, right? You just kind of take that person through your process because they trust you. It went well last time. They want you to do the project. They're not bidding it out. They're not shopping it around. We would call that more like recurring revenue. And for him, he had that, right? He had this company that trusted him. They would just send him bids. He'd, you know, say, hey, here you go. Here's what it looks like. They'd approve it as long as it, you know, met their criteria. And then he'd be off and, and rolling. And so that is a big advantage, you know, having that recurring revenue that you can depend on. But as we kind of talked through all of this, and I said, well, you know, have you thought about when you kind of said, I said, what's your in an average kitchen? And I think it was, you know, 20 or 30 or something. I said, really? Well, have you thought about doing kitchens in kind of the 100 to 150 range? Because that's what most of our clients are doing. And he was kind of shocked. And he's like, well, no, I hadn't really thought about that. And, you know, so we we dug in a little bit more. And, and as we were talking about it, he goes, well, gosh, I would really only need about eight or 10 of those projects in a year to hit my goal versus the you know, I think it was 24 times, yeah, about a hundred projects to hit his goal in the current model. And so as we talked through this, it was like, hey, this is going to be a different process. You're going to have to be able to design these projects and they're going to, they're going to be at a different, you know, the client will expect something different than what you're doing now. And so as we talked through it towards the end of the call, it felt like that really was the better direction was shift from low margin, low ticket work to more high margin, higher end projects, the design build model. And so after just reflecting on that call, you know, he's he's got a lot of work to do to hit his goal, no matter which route he takes, right? Like he's trying to forex his business and either way it can work. But I think it was a good example of just sometimes, you know, he was he was in the weeds thinking about how do I like, how can I get past this 20K mark? And you kind of think, oh, I just need to do more of what I'm doing now. And sometimes that's the answer and that might be the right path, but a quick zoom out to just go, what else, how else could I get there? And what do I really want? And I think sometimes if we've been doing something for a long time, we don't think about, is this really what I want? Is this the way I want to build the company? Or is it kind of 
Has it gone off course from where I really imagined this? And I think in this instance, it had gone a little bit off course and he started to see this other path as a better opportunity and a better company strategy for him. And again, I'm not saying if you're low margin, you should move to high margin, or if you're high margin, you should stay there, or you should go the other way just because you're having problems. But again, it's just a a good framework and an exercise to go through is to zoom out and go, what are the problems of my business? And if I zoom out far enough, is there maybe one big shift that I could make that actually would make all of these little problems irrelevant? And yes, you'll have new problems going the new direction, but they may be better problems. And it may set you on a path that ultimately gets you to your goal faster. So hopefully this, this example, this real conversation, again, this was probably about two, three weeks ago, and it just kept sticking with me. So I wanted to, to share it with you in case it helps kind of unlock something in your mind as you're thinking about your own business. So with that being said, we'll wrap it up and we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.